Ono Haver Studios. It's time for The Rush with Podcast Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. The, you know, we were in a hole. Uh, the, the football program was losing money overall. The athletic program was losing money overall. And people don't realize that. And uh, so we, uh, you know, that, you know, you're not going to upgrade anybody's facilities when you're losing money. Right. And so it, it took us, you know, uh, after a few years, we got it going and we had a home run, you know, going undefeated in our second year. And uh, oddly, you know, it's amazing, Teddy, we had a huge fundraiser the night before the Nebraska game. I was trying, while he was telling that story, I was straining like crazy to try to remember what movie we watched. You know what? I almost asked him that too. You saw Remember the Titans that year, but I don't, I think that was before the season, right? Or before like the Kansas uh, game? Is that right? I yeah. feel like that was a different year. Is that is that the same um, year? I think it was the same year. What are the, the year movies? Would it be? This is so funny, and I may have told you this story before. But one year we went and you remember the movie The Ring, the scary movie? Uh, actually, yeah, I do. Yeah, as someone who's not a scary movie type of guy, yes. So we went and saw that, and, and there's usually a couple of different options we could go to. Um, but in that movie, I guess, like, and it was – and it was normal for like three quarters of the movie, but right whenever it started to get real scary, I guess they clipped the the tape wrong for the actual or the film because it started like it like raised up and you could only see like the middle of the shot up, but you could see like the microphone <laughs> nice. hanging down. It, it was the weirdest thing ever, man. Yeah. I, I've never seen anything like that. I am uh, looking at the domestic box office for October of 2000 to see what you okay. possibly could have seen. Uh, I guess the highest grossing movie in October of 2000 was Billy Elliot's. Does that even ring a, bed, or ring a bell? A talented young boy becomes torn between his unexpected love of dance and the disintegration of his family. No. That's the only one you got? No. Um, oh. Cyber World was number two. Requiem, or Requiem for a Dream. Requiem Re- for a yeah, Dream. Yeah, yeah. Number three. There's a, there's a song of, of that, right? Yeah. Um, Bamboozled was number four. Surely you guys read Bamboozled before. You know, the turning point of the program during Bam- that time. What was Bamboozled? Is that Was that like a Shaq movie or something? Uh, no, it does not look like a Shaq movie. Oh. Huh. I've never heard of it, though. Uh, Taxi 2, The Yard. Man, there was nothing. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Maybe that's what you were at. The Nightmare Before Christmas? None of that rings a bell. None of, none of these movies do. Wow. Huh. That's Would you guys go to the Hollywood theaters across town or what? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. We'd pull up there and just go pouring in. You had you usually had a choice between uh, two or three different movies. And see, and this is funny. Like if they did that now, they'd all just go in there and they'd all stare at their phones the whole time. Oh right? yeah, yeah. There's no way they go to a movie. Are you kidding me? So, I mean, can you imagine being in to watch a movie? 
on a Friday night and then a hundred football players just happened to walk in and sit down everywhere? Yeah, communication was a lot slower back then than what it is now. I'm surprised that that place just wasn't, you know, crawling. Um, okay, actually, I'm looking at um, a more reliable site, Wikipedia. Meet the Parents was really big in October of 2000. Remember the Titans was out um, in early October as well. So, okay. Well, maybe that was what we did go see. Uh, but Bring It On came out that year. Hopefully you guys were watching Bring It On the night before. Now, Meet the Parents, we did not watch at the movie theater. But I remember uh, Coach Venables talking about that movie all the time. And there was a player on our team in the linebacker room whose name will remain anonymous <laughs> that Venables started calling no, Fokker. Oh, no. That's... <laughs> Dude, and, and that that's was the his thing name for is, him the rest of the season. You know, some nicknames, like, take a while to catch on. I don't even know if it fit, but you're, you're never going to escape that nickname. Yeah. Does, was... does this individual come around the program today? And if he does, uh, is he referred to that? No, I haven't. I haven't seen him in a while. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> That's amazing. Pretty funny though. <laughs> Man, you guys would have had a list of really good movies that year. Castaway came out later in the year, maybe before the OU yeah. Kansas State game. You saw Castaway Wilson <laughs> in a Kansas City movie theater. What women want? How the Grinch stole Christmas. Just. Oh my gosh! Demolished. Is that the Jim Carrey one? That is correct. Yes. Huh. Charlie's Angels. Meet the parents. Remember the Titans. Bring it on. Nutty Professor Two. What lies beneath? And of course, X Men. Uh, Scary movie. The Perfect Storm. Me, myself, and Irene. Gone in sixty seconds. Mission Impossible Two. Gladiator. Come on. Rules of Engagement. The whole nine yards. Scream uh, Three. Next Friday. Dang. Some of those wow. were early in 2000, though, because I remember, I remember those being out before I went to OU. Like Gladiator was out before I went to OU, I think, or maybe the maybe the summer. Year 2000 was hot. Man, hot. I take one of those right now in theaters, and still would probably order it at home and not. Top leave. Gun is Top Gun Two was. Oh, did you finally see it? Yes. Okay, thank God. One of the most entertaining movies I've. Watched in it didn't a miss, long, man. long time. It didn't miss. Start to finish was excellent. Very entertaining. The uh, only thing is I had a guy sitting right behind me that every single um, silence of the movie, he had to make a uh, he had to make a, a comment behind me. So Really? Yeah. A comment like what? I can't relay. Oh, well, they can't fly jets like <laughs> no, that. No, it wasn't like it just, oh. yeah. Just, <laughs> he knows who he is. <laughs> Oh, someone you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it actually added to the movie, believe it or not. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I, I'll i have to uh, see if I can pry that one out of you. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, that, that's just crazy that the football program was losing money at one time. And like we talked about earlier, soon after was the boom of television money and facilities right after. And, dang. You guys picked a good time to to really break through as a program, you know, um, because that was really – and that's one of the great things Bob did. I mean, Bob, there's a long list of things that he brought to OU football, but he brought OU football into the 21st century. You know, it yeah. was behind lacking in facilities and a lot of things, and with that early success, it really helped fuel OU football into being 
one of the premier programs. I don't know if, o, I mean, maybe they are, but those facilities helped bring OU into the 21st century and be one of the premier programs. Well, I'll tell you what's interesting, because I think there's a lot of parallels. Now, obviously, Oklahoma has been uh, way more successful uh, recently than they were before Bob took over. But Bob Bob came and really, really brought OU into the forefront of what, what I think everyone else was doing. From you know, just being there and talking to guys and asking like what it was like before Coach Stoops and Schmitty and everyone was there and like hearing the stories of just how how really laid back it was and uh, casual. It's it's interesting because Venables has come and he's reintroducing OU to a lot of the things that the rest of the country is doing, like the facilities wise, um, culture wise, just like the some of the things that OU doesn't have that all of the other elite programs out there do have. It's, I mean, there's a lot of parallels there uh, of, of how things have, have been handled and how they're handled now. And it's now it's being handled way more. It's, it's closer to what you would expect at, at the Alabamas of the world and the, and the different top programs out there. There we, we had gotten complacent on a lot of things. And that is, it, in the locker room, in the coaches' offices, and even in the administration. Sure. And I think Venables is, like Bob did, changing a lot of that that feeling, that attitude, and kind of re, reintroducing Oklahoma into the modern world, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this is I, – I, I always look at, speaking of Bob, that 99 season – as a reason as to why that, yeah, OU can have immediate success this year, regardless of the national media thinks, and not only immediate success, I think they can take it into a college football playoff. I mean, we, we saw it with Bob. He turned a 5-6 and six team that had wins over North Texas, Iowa State, Texas Tech, TCU, and Baylor into a 7-5 and five team that was, you know, on the cusp of winning a whole lot more games than just seven. I, I think that you can – really flip the culture or really help change it in that one year and start to see the positive effects of that in one season. So I'm not one that thinks, well, it's year one, we'll see. Like, No, I, I think that he has the tools in place year one right now to be an 11-1 football team and really push for a, a playoff berth. You know what's interesting, too, is the roster – and remind me if I'm forgetting someone, but – the roster between 99 and 2000 wasn't all that different. It was mainly the same guys. Rodney Rideau was gone, right? Uh, Stalker McDougal. Thornton, the running back, was he was out. He was gone. But, I mean, your key piece, like, you know, the heartbeat of that football team, yeah. In fact, you had maybe more newcomers come in than you had got, like, Derek Strait, 2000. Yeah. yeah. Um you know, it's but it's not like they added ten guys in the transfer portal sure. that were starters that weren't there the year before. I mean, I would bet that 
you probably had 90% of your starters were the starters on the 99 team. But the results were drastically different. So, you know, the, the talent level that Venables is starting out with is, is way higher. And you got to remember that most of the talent that achieved 7-5 and five won a national championship the next year. So, uh, a team that just went... And I know it's a different system, and they've got to learn some of that. And, the, you know, the, all of that is built in. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to go undefeated and win a national championship, but I'm saying they're going to win more than the eight and a half. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had the top 10 non conference games by 24 7 Sports. Tell me if this game is going to impact OU at all in terms of like the playoff race, all that. And if so, who OU fans should root for in these top 10 non con games? Yeah, okay. Number one is week one Notre Dame at Ohio State. Direct um, impact? Yeah. Who should you root for? I think you should root for Ohio State. Number two is Georgia and Oregon and Atlanta, also week one. Immaterial. Okay. But who are you rooting for? Well, I guess it's not immaterial. Root for Oregon. Number three is Bama and Texas. Uh, roll, tide, roll in week two of the season. Well, I don't know if it's material or not, but it doesn't matter who you root for. Alabama's going to win. <laughs> well, that's true. Number four, Miami at A&M. Immaterial. Go Canes, though. I, I agree. Number five, Cincinnati at Arkansas, week one. Really? Cincinnati at Arkansas is the fifth best non-con game? Okay. Uh, All right. It's a pretty good one. Does not matter, though. Uh, Utah at Florida. Uh, it, it could matter. Uh, I, I guess root for Florida. At number seven, maybe the first time that, uh, OU fans <laughs> outright root for Notre Dame in a football game, Notre Dame at USC, November 26th. Well, here's the thing. That's the last game of the season. Don't don't put out this scenario. I'm just I, telling I, you I, I right now. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. But it's the last game of the season, and if Oklahoma's a one-loss team and Notre Dame is a one-loss team, oh gosh, Notre Dame is the fly in the ointment. <laughs> That's always the worst case scenario for this year for Oklahoma getting in. Yeah, if if you are like most people and you say two SEC teams are getting in, and the winner of the Big Ten most likely going to be Ohio State this year with C.J. Stroud, is getting in. That's three teams. And I'll just tell you right now, if Notre Dame is a one-loss team, they are getting into the playoffs. I can already tell you how that game's going to go. It's going to be the most miserable football game you've ever watched. You're going to be like, this is the worst-case scenario ever. And then USC is going to get up 31-7. You're going to say, God, this sucks, but... At least this puts OU in the playoff. It's fine. Only for Muleshoe to blow a 31-7 second-half lead to Notre Dame. And then you're really confused on how you feel. You th would Lincoln blow a win over Notre Dame to keep Oklahoma out of the playoff? He blew a win over Oklahoma State to keep OU out of the playoff, <laughs> so absolutely he would. Uh, number eight is OU at Nebraska. Uh, yeah, that one matters to us. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, outcome of that one is is very uh, – it's going to shape our season. Nine is Clemson at Notre Dame. That's a tough one. That's kind of like a wait-and-see approach on who you root for. Um, yeah, yeah. Ten's Penn State at Auburn. Who cares? 
Yeah. Both will be – I mean, I don't know if Auburn's going to go to a bowl game this year. Penn State will be 9-3, and three, probably barely lose to Ohio State like the previous five years, it feels yeah, like. I don't know. Are they going to be any good this I, year? I don't know. But it just seems like that's what happens. Nine wins. I don't, they got beat by Nebraska two years ago, so the decline may be real. You could be right. Yeah. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Final hour rolls on next. This hour of The Rush is brought to you by Riverwind Casino. Casino and Hotel over. And and we want to do that here. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, to us, it's kind of a, an expectation to do well. Um, and, and we're rolling right now and we're, we're going to keep riding it. Winning the national championship's always been kind of the goal and we've had that in mind from the very beginning and it's not just a new new idea we've even after like a loss in a midweek game in the front half of the season we had talks with skip and reggie and everybody and the the idea behind it was doesn't matter we lost here we're still gonna go win the whole damn thing so (laughs) love it Love the comment, OU Baseball tomorrow, 1 p.m. The opponent is set. It will be the Texas A&M Aggies. How are you feeling as we're less than 24 hours away from first pitch? Biggest game for OU in a long, long time. I, I'm i nervous about it. Um, I, f- I really wish A&M would have been – Pressed really hard during that game. Yeah, they weren't. Um, it sounds like that was just like seeing some comments and stuff from from some of the players post game. It it's like a it has a feeling of a get right game for A and M, and I don't know. I um, really important I think to put them away in the first game. Now, we have seen OU in situations where it's oh no. Now it's going to a game 3 and an extra game on the road and they've been great in that setting, right? Now they, they, they play they, a doubleheader, don't they? No, 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 they'll play again on Thursday. Oh, okay. If, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so I, I think see. that that's um I think that's advantage to uh OU if they have to play. Well, they I wonder if they're going to approach this like they did game two against Florida in the regional. Because I, they they played awful. Did you watch that game? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Wait, are you talking about Virginia Tech? Or you... No, Florida. Okay. Virginia Tech, that second game, they really played bad, but okay, yes. Yeah, it was even oh, worse yeah, it, that, That's the game where they left the bases loaded in the first inning and didn't score a run. It, wheels fell off from there. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. were making errors, throwing errors, base running errors. Uh, pitching just didn't didn't go. It was a bad game. I hope, I hope they don't in, – in game two against Virginia Tech, you're right. I hope they don't approach – this game against A&M that same way and and realize the and I know they do it's not like it's not like I've come up with something that Skip Johnson isn't telling them nonstop but if you put them away early and and go out and play well it's a massive advantage for them so but I even, hope they can do it but even if they don't even if they you know come up on the short end tomorrow 
They backs, It was not looking good in that final game of the regional against Florida. Found a way to win that one. And then I know that we were all nervous that game three at Virginia Tech after the Hokies won that game two, and oh, you found a way to win that one. So backs have been up against the wall a couple times in the postseason, and they fared well. If you had to rank in text line, um, I-, I want your uh, opinion on this as well, 405-651-3439. The, there's five teams left. Give me the three best teams that are left in order of one, two, three. You've got Ole Miss, you've got Arkansas, Auburn, OU, and A&M. One, two, three, who are the three best teams left? Oh, gosh. This is like asking my son who's going to win the Super Bowl next year. Probably like his dad and says, <laughs> Patriots! Um, I don't know. I, I'm just going to say talent-wise, Ole Miss won. Okay. Oklahoma 2, A&M 3. I had a OU 1, Ole Miss 2, Arkansas 3. Arkansas? So I guess my point was, and I could be totally wrong about this, but not to down A&M, but I mean, you could make a case that out of the teams left remaining that maybe A&M's down there with, with Auburn. I mean, you, you get a you, – you're not facing a powerhouse here. You're, you're in a great spot – um, A&M is definitely a beatable team. We saw that. You got to beat them one out of two times to go to the championship series. I mean, it's 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 a good spot to be in. Yeah. Huh. I. I don't know. I guess I'm. I'm guess I'm hesitant because. I just don't know. I've seen such a small snapshot of all of these teams. I, other than like highlights and stuff through the regional and super regional. All I've seen from them is what they've done at the World Series, and that's really all that matters, though. You know, yeah, I, I, I guess it, it, it does to a certain degree. Um, so I, I don't know. I think OU. I mean, it, it's it's crazy to say though, offensively, um, the way they run the bases, and their top two pitchers, they're. They're right there with anyone. The uh, the College World Series odds, thanks to Blaine for uh, sending that over, by the odds, they agree with you. Ole Miss is now the favorite at plus 140. It was OU yesterday, but then Ole Miss put the beat down on Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So Ole Miss is the betting favorite at plus 140, but right behind Ole Miss is OU at plus 160. Then you've got A&M at plus 750, Arkansas at plus 1,000, and then Auburn at plus 1,200. Right. Um, I, yeah, it, it's hard for me to say, but I think with, with our two starters on the mound, I think we're, I think, I think we're right there close to number one. But like I said, I don't know enough about the other teams. What worries me is what happens if, you know, Either what do you think they're going to go Sandlin? Yeah, I do. If if Sandlin doesn't have a good outing, or if one of our starters doesn't have a good outing, because it just I feel like listening like to Toby talk about it, and one of our weaknesses, and it's not like it's a glaring weakness, but now we're talking about the elite of the elite. We're going to be down to what the final four here in, in all of college baseball, like. One of our our weaknesses is our bullpen, right? So, 
that's what that's what worries me is if we get into a game, a situation where we have to get into our bullpen. Yeah. Bullpen feels like it's been pretty good here, though, recently. Yeah. So yeah. there's that. Um, uh, text line says, I think A&M is the second best team left behind us. But because of our pitching staff being rested, we will beat them one out of two, then crush the winner of the other side. The Rebs just aren't that good, and the other two will have depleted staffs if we were to make the finals. That's William in Muldrow. What's best case scenario here for tomorrow? Clearly, you win the first game. I think, um, and I think throwing David Sandlin is good, but you win the first game tomorrow. Would you rather, like, Arkansas – come through on the other side, beat Auburn tonight, and beat Ole Miss the next two games? Or would you rather, like, Ole Miss lose the first one but lose the second one? Mm. Either way, I mean, you're, you're going to be in a better position than your opponent in the championship series. I, I want whoever gets through to have to grind their ass off to be able to make yeah. it and go through pitching and – you know, try and, and do whatever they can to um, to to find themselves there. And maybe that's Arkansas is most likely with that scenario, I guess, but because they've already they already threw several guys last night, didn't they? Well, I mean, they chased their starter after two-thirds of an inning. He couldn't yeah. find the strike zone at all. Um, so, on one hand, you could say, well, you could bring him back pretty quickly, but are you necessarily in a rush to bring back a guy that right. couldn't find the strike zone last night? And hit his it, confidence could he hit will it, be – Hit a couple batters, I think. You'd imagine his confidence would be would be low. So, yeah, gosh, I don't know. It's really hard to comment on. Um, I see – Kendall saying uh, we have very little confidence in Oklahoma. I don't have very little confidence. I just don't know how to rate them against the other teams that are left. Yeah, I don't like, know where that's coming from. I, well, I, I mean, I, I'm picking them to go to the champion. I think they're, they're going to beat A&M in one of the two games. You do? Yeah, I think OU's going to the championship series. Yeah, I think they're going to play Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is going to mess up whoever they play <laughs> tomorrow night on the other side. Yeah. I think it's going to be OU and Ole Miss. I think that's going to be a really tough series, but take your chances, man, especially with Kate Horton throwing the way that he is. Now, Auburn's the weakest team left, right? Um, not by ranking, but like eyeball test, right. whatever that's worth. It feels like that's the case. Right, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and it's been a while because – Stanford came in as the two seed, and they'd look, they'd never looked two good at Q. all. Yeah. Two and Q. And, and really wasn't, wasn't close with them. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we're hot right now. If they, can, if they keep playing the way they've played throughout the regional, super regional, heck, go back to – I mean, gosh, you can go back a long ways. If they just keep doing what they've done – they're going to be incredibly difficult to beat. Speaking of Auburn, their coach, uh, Butch Thompson, that's a name, uh, he said, quotes, I was watching Oklahoma last night, and they made the first and third outs at third base, and everyone was throwing trash at them. I thought, they're right where they need to be because they're playing and they're attacking, in quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Attack, put the pressure on. That's kind of – Were their quote tweets saying, you haven't watched OU for two years, can't say it. <laughs> I uh, I hope that's the same mindset they, they go out in game one against A&M, is just continue to put the pressure on, continue to be super, super aggressive, even if bandwagon fans call them out for uh, trying to take third. 
Uh, Jerry from Jinx, stop worrying about who you play. All the teams, they are capable of winning it all. To be the best, you have to beat the best. I I, I agree. Um, not worried about it, just creating conversation with OU baseball. Yeah, I just um, – I think it's going to be Ole Miss. I really want it to be Arkansas. I'd really just – I don't think you humble that fan base, but I'd like to try and humble that fan base in a championship series once again. Right. And what I mean is they blew that championship series a few years ago to Oregon State. I would love to be the team this time around that, that gives it to them. Are you worried about – was it Treadaway that uh, just had uh, win the whole damn thing quote right yeah, there? Yeah, <laughs> I heard that and I was like, dang it. Got you fired up, didn't it? Yeah, it was it was good. These guys. Oh, I just love these guys. It was good. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Couple of segments left. Keep hitting the text line 651-3439. This hour of the rush is brought to you by Riverwind Casino. Casino and Hotel. Over 2,700 electronic games, 30 game tables, a 24-7 poker room, and the best in concerts and comedy. Riverwind Casino, just south of Norman on Highway 9 and I-35. At Landers, we're all about you, the smile makers. The caring and personal touch that they provided my family will be remembered for many years. I encourage you to call Primrose today at 321-6000 to allow them to assist your family just the way they did mine. Dreaming of an escape? What about a relaxing escape just a few steps away to your very own backyard paradise? Signature Custom Pools can turn your dreams into reality. Signature Custom Pools creates distinctive designs to fit your perfect getaway. Quality, professional, reliable. The Signature Custom Pool Experience. Call at 405-898-9098. That's 405-898-9098 for your free design consultation and turn your backyard into your personal paradise. That was a spectacular play, um, and I feel like I'm honestly at this point starting to get spoiled by uh, all these great catches. But no, that did settle me down and and um, make me more comfortable. Uh, this defense behind me is is incredible. Um, Wally's always making plays. Tanner's making plays. KP, um, Blake tonight. PG. They they all make great plays for me, and and that that makes it easy. Um, to challenge up the hitter. There's Norman native Cade Horton after throwing an absolute gem on Sunday night against Notre Dame. In case you missed it, the opponent is set. It's OU and Texas A&M tomorrow at 1 p.m. Sooners win? Well, they're off to the championship series, which starts on uh, Saturday night. Air Coverage Solutions text line 405-651-3439. Uh, this one made me laugh. Huge baseball fan here. What's first and third out on third main? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. What OU sports team would you like to see in person win a championship that you haven't already? Well, the only championship I've seen in person is softball, so uh, my answer would be football. Call me Does lame, it, but, you know, hey. That means, like, you're there. Yeah, see you in person. Okay. Um You've seen football. That's it. That's all you've seen, right? Yeah. Well, I guess uh, you won the tug-of-war national championship at yeah, spring break. It's true. Over Kansas. Kansas State, was that who you beat in the championship round? Beat Kansas State in the championship. Uh, several big, big 12 schools were there. 
there the was other some... big, did the other Big Twelve schools have football players there? Yeah, Kansas State did. Well, I know Kansas State did, but what were the other Big Twelve schools that they have football players? There? I can't remember. There was pretty much representation from most every Big Twelve school there. Um, a lot of uh, Midwest schools. Um, most of those were smaller, but there was even some. Uh, there was even schools from like Canada that were down there. Wow, can't lose yeah. to those guys. A lot of pressure there, you know. Yeah, just kind of trying to hold up the flag. No big deal. It was fun. Those were the good old days, man. Uh, in person, <sighs> basketball would be cool. Basketball would be awesome. Men's basketball, women's basketball, whichever would be sweet. I feel like. I feel like baseball may be better to see in person, though, than Why? basketball. I don't know. I, I think just maybe the way the game unfolds. Because I, I think basketball is typically really tense right up to that last moment. And maybe that's the best way to watch it happen, but – like to watch a series unfold over a couple of days and like it all builds to like that that moment. I don't know. I feel like that would be really cool. Well, the thing about a basketball championship is you're about 70% likely to be in the arena but not have a great sight line to it at all because they play those uh, championship, those final fours in those giant football stadiums. The worst seat I've ever had at a sporting event, it's not even close, was at NRG Stadium in Houston for the Final Four in 2016. Right. It was I, mean, I literally could, like couldn't even really see what was going on. Stared at the jumbotron so, the whole time. As cool as a men's basketball championship would be, at least for a baseball championship, you know where it's at. It's not a rotating thing, and yeah, winning in Omaha would be pretty sweet. Well, and it's it's probably it's probably the one sport where the majority of the fans in attendance aren't the fan bases of either of the teams playing. Right, yeah, true. It's so corporate at the Final Four. Yeah. Um, I think that the Final Four, I haven't been to a national championship game in a long time, but I feel like the Final Four is more corporate than the football national championship game. Right, yeah. Well, because it's hard, it's easier to sell tickets to the Final Four just generally when you don't know who's going to be there. It's... I don't know. It, just the way that it plays out lends itself to that uh, more than really any other sport. Yeah. Like, I, I would imagine that if OU makes the final series, and especially if they beat A&M in game one, then there's going to be a – a trail of Sooner fans going to I Omaha. hope so, and I, you are right about that. I, I, I think more people will show up on Saturday if you win tomorrow versus Thursday because you know for sure that you're in the thing. It's It really is miraculous if you have that extra day to plan yeah. what, what that looks like for someone. Hey, you know what, man? We saw it in 2018 in Arlington. It felt like Texas had more fans at that Big 12 championship game not because they're a better fan base, but they actually knew a couple more weeks in advance right. that they were going to be there, and OU didn't know until late Saturday night after they beat West Virginia and Arlington. Right, yeah. Yeah, uh, I may pick – I mean, football's the obvious one. That's the biggest one. But you've already seen that in person. It was one that you haven't seen before. Yeah. 
Text line says, I want to see OU win the hockey championship. That would be the most fun party. You'd be drinking out of skates and whatever yeah. trophy that they have, the club trophy that OU hockey has. It'd be sweet. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, any of them are good, but I would probably – I would pro- and it's weird to pick baseball whenever the opportunity may be sitting right there waiting on you. Right. I, you know, I pick football for many reasons, but – what it would do for the local economy around here. Like, there's no denying what a football championship would do for a lot of people around here. Right. Yeah. It'd be awesome. It would be completely insane. Um, Unrelated, but before we hit a break, you know who's getting into the NIL game pretty heavily? Which school out there? Which college football program? It's pretty random. They're Uh, in the ACC. uh, North Carolina? No. Uh, Miami? Well, already, yes. Um, Pitt? See if we can name all the ACC schools before we get there. NC State. You'll forget. You've forgotten that this isn't even an ACC school. No. Uh, Virginia Tech? No. Georgia Tech? No. Seven, I think. Uh, I already said NC State. God dang, it ain't Clemson. Don't pick us. I said Carolina. (laughs) Um... Boston College. No, <laughs> I'm telling you, you don't you don't look at this school as an ACC school. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm really running out of schools. Who is it? Louisville. Ah, yeah. yeah, yeah they. Yeah. I did see they got some big recruit. Like recently. the number one or number two running back, yeah. depending on which service you look at. It's like pff, Louisville. I know you got bourbon and pizza money, which is a great combination, by the right. way. But dang. Uh, that is interesting. That is interesting. Uh, and I don't know. I, it's given a lot of a lot of other schools out there, at and, least for now, a little bit of crack to try and enter the fray. And as much as I hate it, and as much as I'm glad that it doesn't look like OU is going to go all over the top on NIL. I mean, they'll be active, but they're not going to be as active as you know an A and M or a Texas or someone like that. I totally get it for Louisville. Like this is your one chance. This is kind of your only chance now to break through and be anything in college football. I do. I'd probably do as much as I hate it. I'd probably do the same thing if I was Louisville. Yeah, it's your one chance. Yeah. Um, which you know there there was a, a good article out on Miami about what all they've poured into the program since Cristobal took over, and how little they poured into the program previously. And this is the thing that we've been talking about is, you know, would they ever make those necessary investments? And according to this article, it looks like they are going to. Yeah, there's been a misconception that they don't have any money there. No, they got – it's Miami. There's money. There's money there. Yep. All right, quick time out. More from The Rush coming up. We'll wrap things up next. Stay tuned. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're home for Sooner fans. At Landers, we're all about you. The smile makers, the trailblazers, people doing what they do best, making things happen for those that need it most. The kind of people that are true game changers. And we're all about giving you more. More money for your used vehicle, even if you don't buy from us. We even offer on-site appraisals. Lander Chevrolet of Norman is driven to serve. Shop LanderChevroletNorman.com today. Find new roads. You feel good about 
Golf fans, have you heard the news? The Gimme Zone, the ref's newest radio show, is coming your way on Saturdays from 10 to noon, featuring PGA Tour players, top college athletes, the latest in the high school golf scene, and, of course, great golf talk. It's the only golf show broadcasted across the entire state of Oklahoma. There's no laying up from us, and it's not your ordinary golf show. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! Tune in on Saturdays from 10 to noon for the Gimme Zone on The Rev. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men and a Truck, we make it easy. No matter the move, big or small, we'll make it a smooth one. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our full-time employed, background-checked movers. We're local and affordable, and we can help at a price that won't make you wish you'd done it on your own. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men and a Truck, 405 708-7707. An energy savings agreement from Air Comfort Solutions can maximize your home's energy efficiency. It can keep your AC and furnace systems working properly all year long and save you money by reducing costs from separate AC and furnace tune-up. Those aren't the only benefits, though. You'll get 15% off HVAC repairs, same-day service, a spring and fall tune-up, and no overtime charges. Save energy, time, and money all year long with Air Comfort Solutions Energy Savings Agreement. Call 721-3740 or visit aircomfortsolutions.com. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal, on a van, across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Visit FastSigns.com. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Entrepreneurs and More Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, More Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. If you're selling your home, don't list with the MLS. That system made sense 25 years ago when people were still using a phone book. The best way to sell your home today is by using fsbohomes.com. Most homes on fsbohomes.com sell faster than the market average for more than the appraised value and without an agent on the listing. 